Hello? <laughs> Shut your pie hole. What up, freaks? You know what it is. It's Big Demi Energy with me, your host, Demi Burnett. What have I been up to lately? Of course, I've been up to Animal Crossing. I finally got terraforming. I'm terrible at terraforming. It's really hard. It's very time-consuming. And I'm just so sick of seeing all these beautiful islands out there, and mine looks like a piece of trash, and I want to burn it to the ground. If you have terraforming tips, let me know. I so hard. Um, I've also been watching The Bachelor's Listen to Your Heart, and I've actually enjoyed it. I didn't think I would watch it, and then I binged it all in like one day. And spoiler alert, if you haven't seen this week's episode, then maybe skip forward a minute. (laughs) Um, But we lost Natasha and Ryan. I said we lost them as if they had passed, so they didn't pass. Um, They just went home. I really liked Natasha. I thought she was really mature, like a mature woman who was confident in herself and her voice was so angelic. And Ryan was so cute and he had a very, very pretty voice too. So I was really rooting for them. Hope they're still dating. That would be cute. Um, And then we have Rudy and Matt left. And I love Rudy. She is a star. She has a really fun personality and her voice is insane. And I feel like Matt might not be that into her really, but at the end of the day, that's his loss. She seems like a total catch. And then we have Brie and Chris, who I think we can all agree with are really adorable and we're all rooting for them. I hope that they win, honestly. I just love their love. It's really cute. And then we have Jamie and Trevor left. And I don't know about you guys, but... I think that Trevor looks like Nick Vial. I think he even kind of has the same mannerisms as Nick Vial. And speaking of Nick, he's actually going to be my guest today. So let's give it up for Nick, everybody. All right. Hey, Nick. I'm so excited to have you on today. How, are you, how have you been? I haven't seen you in uh, maybe like two months now. Yeah, it's been a while. First, um, you quarantined yourself with your new boyfriend. And then... <laughs> And then, you, and then Corona happened, and then you quarantined, I'm assuming, yourself and myself. I quarantined myself because of Corona. Yeah, I know. I know you missed me. I was that girl who got a boyfriend, and now I spend all of my time with him. And then, like, unfortunately. It happens. Yeah, Corona happened, and then we actually had to be quarantined legally together. And I'm with this whole family having a good time. But, like, what have you been doing? Are you by yourself at home? Uh, I am, Yeah. So, like, what have you been doing to keep yourself busy? Like, whenever you wake up, what do you do? Uh, I make some coffee, contemplate life, uh, sometimes podcast, uh, work out. Uh, I'm actually, quite honestly, I've been staying pretty busy. I'm I'm very fortunate that, I, you know, a lot of the things I was doing work-related, whether it's uh, recording podcasts with the Vile Files, uh, running natural habits, I can ultimately do from my home. So I'm very fortunate that way. And quite honestly, I've almost been more productive and more busy because all the time I spent commuting in LA, uh, whether it's going to meetings or even just recording the, going to the studio to record, it's, it saves me a lot of time. So, um, I've been staying pretty busy, you know, all, all by myself, but that gets a little, 
a little much, but uh, I walk. You know, I go outside. I live in Venice, so I'm lucky that way. Um, yeah, your apartment is perfect location because you're right by the beach, so you get to still experience some of the benefits of LA. I at least get some fresh air, you know, um, so that's nice. And yeah. I like see people from a distance. I don't really <laughs> talk. To I them. know it's so funny now. Have you noticed that people like on the streets and everything? Like if you're taking a walk outside, everyone's just kind of waving at each other, like from a distance, because no one's had any human interaction. So everyone's just kind of like, "Hey." It's like, uh, are you familiar? Do you go on a lot of boats in Texas growing up? I mean, yeah, you go like out on a boat and go tubing or something. Yeah, like boating etiquette for whatever reason. Like when growing up in Wisconsin, you always wave. You don't know yeah. them. You just wave. You know, you're just, I totally know what you mean. and that's, yeah, it's like now for everyone, it's like it's constant boating etiquette. Yeah. We're all in little mini boats, just waving at each other from a distance. Um, so yeah, I'm, um, <clears throat> I've been, I've been active, you know, meeting people virtually talking yeah. to friends, you know, yeah, not you, but I, you kind of already enjoyed your alone time and stuff before the quarantine. So, um, I mean, I wasn't too worried about you, but still, like, this long kind of concerned. Are you, like, playing any games? Like, I know I'm addicted to my Switch now. Like, I'm playing Animal Crossing. Is there anything fun that you're doing? Uh, I'm, I'm, I've been very creative content-wise. I don't know if you've seen any of my, my videos I've been doing. Uh, yeah. That's been kind of fun. People seem to like them. I mean, you literally don't like them, which <laughs> is annoying. Um. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, listen, it's, uh, I've been trying to make the most of the situation and, you know, make, make lemonade when you get lemons, so to speak. And, you know, this disruption in our lives has, you know, changes things. And again, like I'm stuck inside. I have more time to think. I feel like quite honestly, I've been as creative as ever. Yeah. Just because like <clears throat> with this new situation brings like new ideas and new concepts and, in and, and so I've been trying to do that. So I've been having fun, you know, creating content and being creative and making a few people laugh. Yeah, I'm really proud of you. Like, it's funny that you should say, like, I haven't been liking your stuff on Instagram or wherever you're posting. I have been the opposite of what you're doing. I have not created any good content. Like, I love. am alone, but now I'm quarantined in the house with my boyfriend and his whole family. And so I get so occupied and like hanging out with everyone and like playing board games and, you know, making family dinners and all this stuff that I have not been motivated at all to do content, which is essentially my career. So I'm. Failing. I mean, listen, uh, romance and love is great, but it's the ultimate productivity killer. You know, it really is. I've never experienced something like this. So, I have no productivity. All I want to do is just hang out and have fun and not focus on any of my responsibilities. So I am wildly productive. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I wanted to ask you about that too. Like what's going on with your love life since you are quarantined? I know that you need attention from somebody. Like, how are you getting it? You know, honestly, um, I'm doing fine. I mean, I'm chatting it up, you know, FaceTime, Zooms. Um, <laughs> I will say single people out there are as uh, eager as ever. Um, yeah, everyone is so deprived. <laughs> everyone's horny. Um, yeah, I mean, like and I've even said uh, on my podcast, I, this is, uh, I think this is a great time if you're single to actually um, – make new connections, get to know people. Granted, not ideal to not have the option to meet them in person and, um, you know, do some of those other things, but it 
kind of takes the pressure of sex off the table. Uh, certainly builds anticipation. You can focus on getting to know someone. And quite honestly, I've, I've been uh, trying to do a little bit of that. Uh, not the same, but, uh, you know, I'm out there. I like that take. Like it takes the pressure of sex off of it. And like, you're actually getting to know people, even if it's like virtually, you're still getting to know them. Quite honestly, you're probably getting to know them better. Yeah, exactly. This is a rough time for everybody. And so things can get, um, but other than that, nothing that new to report on. I'm not quarantined with any other bachelor person, you know, (laughs) content, which it seems to be a trend now. I'm kind of jealous, but. <laughs> that actually leads me to another question that I had for you. So you know how you are always like in the media and it's saying Nick is dating this person, Nick Vial dating this person. And do you take that as like a bonus of like sweet, I'm staying relevant in the media, or do you take it as like what the f because like I think it's pretty smart, like you know, to kind of just let it like float around in the media, like people's like speculating on who you're dating, it's bringing attention to you, or does it bother you? Like, what do you think about it, genuinely? It, it's sometimes both. Yeah. Right? I mean, I don't, uh, I don't think people care all that much. Um, some of it is more accurate than others sometimes, if I'm being speculated with someone. Uh, I'm very private about my dating life in general, but... Uh, you know, like the Kelly stuff, for example, like, you know, yeah, when I posted yeah. that picture with Kelly, like there was literally, I mean, I had met her for nine minutes. There's nothing even there. So it was easy for me to like tease that idea. And again, because there was nothing literally going on, I had just met her. It wasn't if I was really trying to like create something because there was nothing to create. I posted a picture. I knew people would have fun with it. Um, I, listen, I At the same time, I don't use my dating life to get press or attention. If I wanted to get more press of intention, I could attention. I could use my dating life a lot more than I do. Um, mm-hmm. But I just choose not to because, you know, sometimes I feel like maybe I should. Uh, and uh, it, not only because, because I'm private I, and I've talked about this. I think sometimes um, I'm perceived to be as more, more alone than I actually am. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. like I, know I, I play out this like, oh, I'm so alone, and like, why are you still single? Like, I'm not, and I haven't found my person. Um, you know, but I'm, I'm I'm always dating, and and sometimes that includes meeting someone and hanging out from for a period of time. Sometimes it just includes uh, some some nice sex, you know, you know, some mutually agreed upon sex, you know. Sometimes it's physical. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and you know, and you get to know people, and and uh, you either decide to move forward or you de- decide to not. But I have an active dating life, and so um, yeah, no complaints. Um, <laughs> I know. So yeah, like- I'm not. I I just I don't I don't feel the need to update everyone and give them a play by play of my dating life. And yeah. if I'm dating a public figure, or if I'm not. I'm pretty private about that. And if, if it gets out, I part of the reason I don't comment on it is because like there's, you know, to comment and kind of acknowledge it. Like, you know, I think even when you and I were hanging out, uh, you know, before you found love, there was even speculation about you and I, and like, quite like, I think I did eventually address on my podcast because it was more like you are my actual friend. And it started like, at first it was like, ha ha ha. Then it was more kind of obnoxious where it was like, 
Yeah. You are my friend. And um, yeah, I got so, obnoxious whenever it started leading to rumors that like I had cheated on Christian with you. And like, yeah, I mean, that just gets annoying. Uh, yeah, so sometimes there's, there's a time yeah. and a place to, to just kind of put it out there. But I definitely don't like every time something comes out there, I don't sit there and ad- I don't go out and address it. And it's certainly not strategic. Does it get, fr- I, I don't get frustrated. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, sometimes I, I, I certainly, hope there's not like I don't love the perception that I'm like some loner but it is what you know I'm not I don't also feel like people feel sorry for me I don't think that you have a perception as a loner I think that you have more of a perception as like you're a little bit of a player that's just kind of how I also yeah I don't like that either I don't understand (laughs) like why what does that mean I mean it just you're always seen dating a bunch of girls or speculated to be I feel like I mean I don't think it's a bad thing you look like a guy who's getting a lot you know what I mean? Like, do, do I, I look like a guy I was getting a lot? Yeah. You're always in the media, seen with all these girls, like all these celebrities too and stuff. Like, cool. is there any, like, is there, no, there's been multiple ones, like Rachel Bilson, stuff like that. Is there any way you could tell me, like, any really cool celebrities have ever DM'd you and, like, tried to, you know? Not really. No. Sorry. I don't believe you. If I were to drop this type of knowledge, and I love you. I'd probably drop it on my podcast. Ah, oh, that's a fair. That's fair. I I can respect. Also, that. not as not as juicy as you might think. <laughs> I know people always think I get a bunch of DMs, and I'm like, I do, but most of them are from like 15 year old girls who are just like, Oh my god, Demi, I love you. Which I mean, I love to see, but it's not like I'm getting some cool guys or girls DMing me like super famous celebrities trying to date me. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> and it would you would have more than I would. Because I feel like women are more cautious about that. And even, I think, you even hear it out there, like, more guy celebrities are, are more commonly known for sliding into someone else's DM. So it, I would be, it wouldn't surprise me if you actually had more stories than I do about the uh, a DM slide from some sort of, like, uh, well-known person. I, I don't even think I do, honestly. It's it's sad. Maybe a couple from a really long time ago, but these days I hardly even check the DMs. I'm telling you. Because you're in love. You're in yeah, love. I'm in love, and I'm doing bad at social media because I'm up my boyfriend's butt. like. <laughs> Literally or figuratively? Figuratively. <laughs> Still look at me like that. Um, no, like I just – I don't know. I've never been this way with somebody. It's so weird. Your Your boyfriend? Yeah, just like so into him. Is he the one? I mean, I would like to think so. How long have you been I, dating? What? How long have you been dating? Almost three months. Okay, so hard to tell. Exactly. Seems like not a long time, but we've also been together every single day since we first met, which is insane. Um, but it's just been like a matter of circumstances. And like, you know, even whenever we've had times where we're like, hey, we probably should spend a night apart. And I'm like, okay, yeah. Like before the quarantine and everything, I was like, okay, like I'm going to go home. And then I'd go home and then we'd text each other. Like, Oh, I miss you. Like, I don't want to sleep without you. And yeah, it sounds like a terrible idea, but like, it's honestly been amazing. Like, yeah, of course we fight and stuff because I'm a bitch, but we can talk through them and we're aware of like, whenever we're wrong about things. That's good. Yeah. It's not necessarily a bad thing. Eventually it'll like, it it will reach a point where there it will be an adjustment. Yeah. That adjustment might be, you guys might just be less excited than you are. And then that will scare you guys. 
yeah. it's not as exciting. Uh, and then you'll have to adjust, but that's fine. Yeah, exactly. We always talk about how like this is going to like wear off like the honeymoon phase and like now it's kind of extended just because we're quarantined and stuff. And yeah. So the other day I got a package in the mail and like we all know it feels like Christmas whenever you get a package. I was so excited. So I dove into that box as fast as I could. And inside the package was the most beautiful, precious little pink backpack from Hammett. I mean, it is adorable. In addition to being extremely cute, Hammett is dedicated to ensuring their bags are durable. The zippers are amazing quality, so you don't have to worry about them breaking. But just in case, they're covered for life. Their bags also have lots of functional features like cell phone pockets and adjustable or removable straps. Hammett bags have signature rivet detailing and everything is top-notch quality. I've seen a lot of influencers and reality stars rocking their Hammett bags on Instagram, so I had to check it out. You should too. Their products are available on Hammett.com. That's H-A-M-M-I-T-T.com. Chat with their team and mention you heard about Hammett on my podcast, and they'll include a complimentary gift with your order. And let me tell you, they give incredible gifts, like card holders and pouches that you actually use every single day. very first podcast or just the first one you're recording or TBD, depending on how it goes. You are my very first podcast. You're the first person I've interviewed and everything. Um, I'm kind of nervous, but I felt like it's easy. Tell us, tell us what the podcast is going to be about. <laughs> Actually, like there's a bunch of different kind of ideas that we have for it, you know, doing some advice with judge Demi because I'm pretty level headed and unbiased and will give straight up advice even you know, if people don't want to hear it. I have to say what I feel in a nice way. Um, doing some like reality TV stuff, not too much bachelor, but we'll dabble just kind of like you do, you know, you dabble in it, uh, doing some drag queen stuff. Cause you know, I love drag race. I do. Yes. Uh, and there's like some other ideas, uh, just interviewing some fun guests. Um, you're going to be so mad. I got Demi Lovato to do mine. <laughs> she says she's going to do mine too. No. I mean, I'm happy for you. <laughs> did uh, did she record it yet? No, you okay. bastard. Back off. Let me do it first. I've been like talking to her about doing it forever. She yeah, well, it. she's my friend. She's a better friend to me. Anyways. Um, but no, I really wanted to ask you because like I am new to this podcast world. I want your advice on like any advice you could give me on this podcast and like what I could do and like any mistakes. Uh- on the record or off the record on the record uh my advice would be you got to work really hard um i think the the things with podcasts is as i'm sure you know there's so many of them everyone the barrier entry for a podcast is relatively easy like anyone can buy a microphone for a hundred bucks in a recorder and talk into it you know and everyone has an idea to record one episode, but, um, it just kind of takes follow through. It's one of those things you get, it's like anything else, right? How many things in your life have you been excited about guns a blazing? And then after like you do it for a couple weeks or a month, you know, you have a on to the next, um, unless you get like an immediate return and, and with anything, 
you got to build it. It takes time. Um, there's always bumps in the road for the first six to 12 months. Uh, you might not necessarily feel like it's giving you the return that you hope, whether that's monetarily or, or fun. And you really, if you really are passionate about it, you got to stick with it. Most people quit. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, it's not as, I like doing it. It's a lot of fun, but it, Mm -hmm. it, it's, it's work. It's every day. I'm doing something for it. either thinking of a new idea or obviously the recording casting, like castings. Oh, you know, especially if you're having guests, something you always have to like, it's to be, to have it be good and have it grow. Uh, it has to, you have to really work at it. That's all. That's the only really advice is that you can't, you can't get bored quickly. Yeah. See, that's, it's interesting to me that you say that because you know, the approach that people have like, Oh, this is so exciting. I'm so excited to do this and blah, blah, blah. Like for me, I'm excited about it, but I, I felt so intimidated by it. And I know that we've kind of talked about that before. Like I come across with this hard shell and like this confidence and everything, but really like I'm nervous AF to be doing this. Like I'm intimidated by the whole idea. Like I don't want to just sit here and talk about like nonsense. Like I want to have a good podcast and I you know, I think, you'll, I think you'll be good. You're good at being relatable and you're good at being open. And I think at the end of the day, people just like hearing interesting conversations. Um, yeah. That just gets harder and harder to do as you record over and over and over. And yeah, that sure. gets that gets a little nerve wracking. Like, oh, what the fuck do I talk about? <laughs> you know, but uh, yeah, you'll have your you'll have your initial audience, you know, and they'll listen and they'll give you a shot you know, and then people stick with you and people will fall off and people will come back. But that's the thing. You always have to try to grow it. And I think like anything else in business and in podcasting, if you're not growing, you're dying. So you got to keep that in mind. So true. This industry, man. Um, Let me ask you what you think about my podcast name. I think it's a great name. What is it? Big, uh, big Demi energy. Yeah. Like what, like as my friend, like, what do you, what does that mean to you? Like big Demi energy. What does that mean to me? Yeah. Well, that's a nice little play on big dick energy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think uh, it, I think it's a fitting name. You have big energy. You have a lot of confidence. I think that's why people like you. You're a little person and yet uh, <laughs> an inspiration to many. So, oh, thank you, Nick. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I, I imagine it could be a, a show for for everyone, but specifically maybe young women to you know, feel confident about themselves. Yeah. I think that would maybe what, you know, am I coming up with your like mission statement on the fly? (laughs) No, I just wanted to hear what you thought because, you know, like I said, like I'm second guessing myself and all of this. Like I'm so nervous and so intimidated by this whole idea and feeling a little vulnerable. And I just wanted to make sure that my idea was like coming across. That's good. Uh, Sharing your vulnerability, I think is a great way to podcast. Yeah, it's uncomfortable, but it's kind of easy, like, whenever I'm by myself. Like, you know, I don't have – I'm not in, like, a studio with, like, you know, a bunch of people around me. Like, it's just me and you on a Zoom call right now. Are there things about yourself that you think you'll be willing to share in your podcast that you don't think a lot of people know about you, or or do you feel like that's already out there? I feel like I'll definitely be able to open up more the more and more I do it and share a lot more because there are, like, so many things that are going on that nobody knows and – that I've kept private, you know, insecurities, but also, you know, just personal struggles that are going on. And the more that I do it, the more I'll feel comfortable. And like, you know, this will just become like 
my own personal little diary or something where it's also like I get to bring other people into it too. Just feel maybe that's a good, maybe that's a, a good bit for you. Do you write in a diary? No, I don't write in a diary. I keep it all in my head and drive myself crazy. So here you go. Yeah, I have an idea for you. Okay. You should keep this in the show. You start writing a diary. And then you read your diary entry on your podcast. That's how you end every podcast. That would and be you, cool. And you share like Demi's diary. Oh, already. There's already. Already sounds great. It flows. Uh, <laughs> double entendre. Is that what it's called? The double entendre? Uh, um, I, I don't I know. Maybe, maybe not. The, a... And uh, you just share your, uh, it's like a two minute bit. You know, and it's like, it doesn't have to be like a long essay. Alliteration. That's the word. Alliteration. When there you letter. go. Thank you. Uh, and just to share your thoughts. Today, what I thought about this, this week or something. You, you know, you have like three journal entries a week. You pick your favorite or your most vulnerable and uh, you close and then, you know, have like a takeaway. What you learn from it, you know? Yeah. I think that would be really cute. And like really. Diary. You close like every that. episode with that. A little I outro. Like that, Nick. Thanks. You're welcome. That was actually a really good idea. I think that's cool because, like, you know, it's good to be vulnerable. It's relatable. Well, I feel like that's where you got your uh, fan base is your authenticity, uh, which I've always uh, complimented you for and I always admired about you. And I think, obviously, you just want to continue to show that, you know. Um, That would be a great way of doing it. Thank you. I really appreciate that. I want to know like some more stuff about you. I feel like we've been rambling about me. Like, how's your show going? Uh, Vile Files is going very well. Thanks for asking. Uh, <laughs> we are continuing to grow and um, it's been a lot of fun and we're doing three different shows now. Uh, three different shows. What do you mean? Well, I have my like flagship show, which is on Wednesdays, which is like a typical interview. You know, mm-hmm. like similar to this or the one you were on. And the one now I was the five times. Pardon me. <laughs> the one I was on five times. Three, but yeah, most you the most ever. Well, Nikki Glazer's been on three times now. Well, I did the live show too. Okay, three and a half. Okay, I'll take it. Anyway, uh, you are still number one. Um, <laughs> and then now the Ask Nicks, where I give advice and people call in and Skype. That's its own show, and that's on Mondays. Okay. And when The Bachelor is on, we recap The Bachelor as its own separate show. Oh, that's a really good idea. So, like, what even, what sparked, like, this inspiration for you to start your own podcast? Because, like, you had been off the show for a few years, and then you came out with this podcast, you know, I don't know when it was, sometime. Well, like- I mean, every, I'm, I'm, I, 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 I like to talk. <laughs> no. I'm, I'm chatty. <laughs> And yeah, obviously, I people, a lot of people had podcasts. There were some people who had success. I felt like I could be good at it, right? I was a guest on a handful of people's podcasts. I always enjoyed it. And then when I was on it, I seemed to have pretty good feedback most of the time. Um, and so I thought to myself, I feel like I could be good at this. I wanted to try it. But before I did, I didn't want to just you know, do another podcast. And so I waited until I felt like I had a good premise or a good concept or like a baseline and you know, that kind of general premise is like relationships. I don't like to limit it just to romantic dating because relationships can be friendships or working relationships or just life. But 
Um, and then I started it and then I really enjoyed it and people seemed to enjoy it and it continued to grow. And then, like I said, at first it was one show per week and we did the interviews and we did the, like the, the, you know, the, the ask Nick was a segment at the end, but thankfully it, it grew. And, yeah. uh, I'm always just trying to continue to grow the show and, and, and keep it fresh and interesting. And, and hopefully people will continue to recommend it to their friends and it's been a lot of fun. I think that your podcast is really awesome. My parents probably still listen to every single episode. They are huge fans of it. I love your parents. Yeah, yeah you sent my stepmom a mug. That was so sweet of you. Uh, took them to get some dim sum. Yes, you did. And my stepmom is very picky about what she eats. Like, she doesn't like a lot of stuff like that. And she loved everything that you picked out for her. And she texts me all the time saying how she's craving it again. I am too. I haven't had uh, Din Tai Fung, obviously, in weeks. And it's not one of those you can't really take it out. Like I've been, you know, using Grubhub a lot and and trying to support local restaurants, which I encourage everyone to do, but dim sum, if you're (laughs) familiar with it and soup dumplings specifically, you have to have it fresh out of the kitchen. It really needs to come out fresh. It's just not the same getting it to go. And so unfortunately I've, I have been without Din Tai Fung and my soup dumplings and fried rice cakes. Oh, so good. Well, whenever this quarantine is over, we're going straight there safely. Yeah. And you can even bring your toy. I will bring my baby boo. He'll come with I us. I feel like he, he is like your toy. He's not like my toy. He's a young, beautiful man who's, he's like a really, you know, he's, uh, I've only met him once. He seemed very delightful. Uh, you are big Demi energy, truly mm-hmm. and in life. And he's just you know, he's a, a, an appropriate amount of less energy, you know, cause you, you know don't want to wanna... say that because in his, so in my life, I can see how that comes across and around my people because he kind of like, le- like, he lets me do my thing. But in his life, I feel like less energy because he is like the biggest personality and like, it, That's it's a so good balance. Yeah. Like we know whenever it's each other's time to shine. Um, and we both have, very big personalities and I think that's what keeps me so interested and it's because like he's constantly just challenging me and like we actually care so much about each other and we both like match each other it's just you haven't seen him in this element and you've only seen him in my element I've only met him once but he yeah you you seem really happy so that's great happy enough to forget you know I exist somebody has to have a really big personality to keep up with me and like put me in my place and he can do it well, that's good yeah that's awesome Makes me happy. But uh, I do- I'm thinking of dyeing my hair for fun. I know he dyed his. Does he have any tips for me? Do you like my haircut, by the way? <laughs> yeah, your hair always looks great. Um, <laughs> I what do you it. mean dyeing it? Like blonde? I don't know. No. Like, just, like purple? No. no. Well, you have to bleach it first. So just bleach your hair, throw some purple mm. on there. You have to bleach it first? Yeah, you can't. You're not just going to be able to dye dark or like dirty blonde hair and it be vibrant purple. You have to bleach it first. I don't need to be vibrant purple. It'll, it'll be like to where you can't even see it. But I probably won't do it. I don't want to damage my hair by bleaching it. You will damage it. So that's a smart decision. Okay. Well, thank you for talking me out of that. Yeah. Maybe you could do your eyebrows. They'll grow back. Definitely not. Purple eyebrows? No. Hello, quarantine. How are you? <laughs> uh, what's the weirdest thing you've done during quarantine? Like what's the most outside of the box thing where you're like, you know what? F- it. I'm going to blame it on quarantine. Anal? I... What? <laughs> I'm, I mean, actually, yeah. <laughs> I, I did try that. It was terrible. Um, 
<laughs> what the f- um, I haven't really done anything crazy though. Like we heated up the pool and played Marco Polo with us and all of his siblings and stuff. That was, oh, I guess, yeah. a little wild. Right. Um, I did get uh, like a tattoo, but it was a tiny Wait, dot. You got a tattoo? It was a dot on my finger. It looked like a freckle. It's already uh, gone. Where did you get this tattoo? Um, his sister has a tattoo machine. Okay. And so I just wanted to see how it felt. So she just put a little dot right here. Like you could Do you not have it. tattoos? No, I don't have any. Really? Same. Yeah. I just wanted to see what it felt like, but it already like, you know, finger Maybe. tattoos don't last. So it's already gone. It was just a little, it looked like a microscopic. Does she thing. want to give you a tattoo? No, I wouldn't let anybody give me a full blown tattoo. I just was trying Especially, it. Especially uh, your boyfriend's sister. Like, yeah, that would just be like, if I had a bunch of tattoos, then I'd be down. I'd be like, yeah, sure. Yeah, not your first tattoo. Because, like, maybe he's your guy, but also a good chance maybe he's not. You never know. It's You've only been dating for three months. Like, you know, I don't think it's any – I don't think we should get a permanent tattoo from your boyfriend's sister. I feel like you know that, though. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I should get a permanent tattoo from anybody whenever it's, like, a tattoo machine in a house randomly. Like During I, corona. Go to some super well-known professional who's, like, super amazing at it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, Nick. Well, you done with me? Anything else you want to chat about before we go? I don't. I mean, not off the top of my head. You want to tell me about anything? You want to give us any codes for your essential oils or something? I see them behind <laughs> you. Uh, sure. You guys, if you guys are interested in uh, essential oils, you can check out Natural Habits at nhoils.com and you can get thirty percent off with code Natural. Woo! Yeah, it's great for scenting your indoor air. Demi, Demi, you you like them? I love them. Yeah, they really Uh, make they smell great. uh, And then you can roll them on. They can help with headaches. They can help uh, you relax, uh, calm. I use them for my anxiety. So nhoils.com. Yeah, I think it's a really good time for them right now because of all the anxiety going around. We're all cooped up in our houses. Yeah, it just helps you kind of. I I use them every day. You know, like I just I get a little feel of anxiety. I just. I actually roll them below my, my nose. I take a big breath in, just kind of chill out, you know, and tell myself I'm not crazy, even though I am. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah. Any any ideas you have for my next Lip Hanging With Me videos? Have you watched any of them? Do you even know what I'm talking about? What are they on your Instagram? Oh, my God. Wow, you really have me? I'm sorry. I haven't been checking anything these days, uh, except for my Animal Crossing on my Switch. Like, like you're you're a big you're getting into gaming, huh? I'm just playing Animal Crossing because it's really fun and cute. <laughs> okay, you should get uh, Best Fiends as a sponsor for your show. Oh, I've actually played that game before. Yeah, they're a sponsor of my show. It's a great game. <laughs> it is a great game, honestly. Yeah. I played it like during family holidays. Me brain and all. Gra- brain games. Like I feel like I'm getting smarter all at the same time. Right. Well, Nick. Thank you so much for being my first guest on my podcast. Thanks for having me. Congratulations, by the way. I really look forward to uh, Demi's diary. Um, ah. I really think you should, before you, before you launch, you should have a, a, a diary entry about like your anxiety about doing this show and then like, and then your goals for it and what excites you and what makes you nervous. I think it'll be a nice real finish to this first episode. I think that's a wonderful idea. Like just being real about all of it and being vulnerable because that's what I'm scared. Like the most scared of is being vulnerable, but 
it feels good once you kind of like get it out there and get it off your chest. It makes you feel like less of like, a, in my personal opinion, like a fraud, you know? Yeah. Like, Are you smoking a lot of weed right now? No, I haven't actually smoked any weed in a while. Oh, okay. Even yesterday for 420, I didn't smoke any weed. Maybe, maybe good. I was going to say that could be, could be an interesting journal entry. Maybe I should start smoking a little yeah. bit. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for having me, Demi. Thank you so much for being here. You're the best. And I hope to have you back on soon. Thank you, babe. All right. Bye. Bye.